Welcome to the Daring Living Podcast, where we have honest conversations about personal growth, how to create success, and what it means to live a joyful and daring life. I'm your host, Certified Life Coach, Shirley Huang. Hey, hey, everybody. How are you doing today? Dear listeners, did you know that I am super active on Instagram? <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram. I am almost there almost every single day. My Instagram handle is at daring living. That's one word, daring living. Or you can just search out, like type into your search bar on Instagram, daring living, and you can follow me there. I am super active on there. I love interacting with everyone on there in the comments, in the inbox, and I share a lot of tips and insights and also a lot of the behind the scenes of my work in coaching, uh, with recording the podcast as well. So um, I would love to hang out with you there. You can follow me at Daring Living. Okay, so today we are talking about self-confidence. So before diving deep into it, let's first get clear on the definition so we can all be on the same page of what uh, we are referring to here. So from Google, one of the definitions that I pulled out, the term confidence, what it means is that it is the feeling or the belief that one can rely on to someone or something. So what it means is that the, the feeling or the belief that you can rely on something. So that's what the word confidence mean. When you apply that word to self-confidence, then what we are referring to is that it is the ability to believe that you can rely on yourself. It is about you trusting that you can rely on yourself and your skills and abilities to achieve something. This is going to be the definition that we are going to use in this episode for self-confidence. It is the ability to believe that you can rely on yourself. Now, we're definitely not all born to be confident in ourselves. In fact, I don't think any of us were. A lot of confidence is actually built through messages that people tell us as we are growing up the stories and narratives that we tell ourselves about who we are inside our own mind and the experiences that we have been through in the past because of these experiences then we interpret ourselves and we think about ourselves a certain way and when it comes to self-confidence this is an analogy that you can think about Self-confidence is kind of like you are pouring water into a cup. And let's say you accidentally spilled it, you spilled water out. Now in this moment, you're looking at yourself spilling on water. You're not thinking that, oh, I can't never do this again, right? You're not looking at yourself spilling all the water and you're thinking about, I don't know how to do this. I'm going to spill over more water one more time. This means that I'm failure. In that moment, when you spelled water out, you're not making it mean anything about you and your abilities of whether or not you can, you can pour the water into the cup, right? In that moment, you're just thinking, oh, I spilled some water out. Let me clean it up. Let me pour the water back in again. You are certain 
that you will be able to pour the water into the cup, even though you have spelled it out. Now that certainty in yourself and your abilities to pour that water in, that is self-confidence. It is the ability to trust in yourself and in your abilities, even when you have made a mistake. I think especially when you have made a mistake, especially when you haven't done it perfectly or create something amazing for yourself on the first try, you're still thinking, oh, okay, let me just try this again because I am certain that I can do this, right? That is self-confidence. So here is the good news. Self-confidence, it is a skill and a feeling that you can cultivate for yourself. For some people, you might have this identity thinking that you're just someone who is not confident, right? And maybe this is a story and you have been seeing yourself this way for a really long time. That, oh yeah, I'm just not someone who is confident and you're saying it as if it is just who you are. When you tie not being confident with your identity, then it will be very hard for you to change it. When you really do believe this, what's going to happen is that you're just going to keep repeating um, what you believe in, right? You keep creating that into your life. So you're looking around, you're like, okay, look at this. I'm not confident in this. I'm also not confident in this. Oh yeah, it makes sense because I'm just someone who is not confident. So if you feel like I'm talking to you, if you feel like, oh crap, like she's talking to me, I have this identity that I'm tying myself with. I definitely do not feel confident in myself and in my abilities. My question for you is this, are you willing to let go of this narrative in your head that you're just someone who is not confident? Because when you're really finally willing to let go that is when you can really see that self-confidence is truly a skill that you can cultivate for yourself. And that is not true that you're just someone who is not confident. And in fact, I will even say this. I will even say that I'm sure you already have the ability to feel confident about yourself right now already. I guarantee you that there is at least one area, at least one area in your life where you already feel pretty confident about yourself. So let me give you an example. I know one area in my life where I feel confident about my abilities is cooking. Let's say if I try out, try out a new recipe and I bombed it, maybe it's too salty or it has no flavor, whatever it is, I, I'm not making it mean that it's something to do with my skills. <laughs> I would just be like, huh, that's interesting. Uh, is this something that I, I miss in the ingredients? Did I add, did I like measure it wrong? Or which step did I make it, uh, which, which step did I make the mistake? Where is it not working, right? But I'm not making it mean that, oh, I suck at cooking. I'm just someone who cannot cook. And most of the time I'll just think, okay, let me just try again next time. And let me try to find out why. Do you see? Because in cooking, I have so much confidence in my own cooking. And also like, even though, let's say like someone tells me my cooking sucks, I would just be like, you're wrong. <laughs> I love it. I enjoy it. Right? I have a lot of self-confidence in it. And because I've been cooking so much, 
and I have so much experience with cooking awesome, amazing food that I seriously don't mind what happens if I do mess up a recipe. So this is one area where I feel very confident in. Now, when it comes to singing, <laughs> singing, I do not have confidence at all. Like I'm a horrible singer. My pitch is way off. I just, I don't know. I just cannot sing. So this is one area in my life where I do not have confidence in and where I feel a little bit like self-conscious when I do sing. And whatever people say about my singing, I'll be like, oh yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> right, so this is one area where I do not feel confident in. <laughs> so for you, your area of self-confidence, it might be in something else. Maybe, it, maybe you're a mom, maybe it's in parenting, you feel very confident about that. Or maybe it's in, I don't know, maybe it's in dog training, or maybe it's in taking care of plants, right? Find that area in your life where you actually feel pretty confident in. Um, or maybe it's your relationship with your partner, or maybe you are very dedicated in your job, maybe it's at work. I guarantee you, there is at least one place in your life where you feel confident in. Do you see? So you already have at least at least one area where you feel self-confident in. You feel very confident about your abilities. So right now, you're just learning to cultivate self-confidence in other less familiar areas in your life. So that is all it is. And this is the reason why self-confidence is a skill that you can practice, that can be picked up, that you can learn from. Maybe the area that you feel less familiar in right now, maybe it is in your ability to build a business, or maybe it is in public speaking, or maybe it's in networking, or maybe you just got a new job, so you're really um, feeling a little bit like nervous uh, in your new job, right? You don't feel that confident yet. It's not that you're someone who is not confident. You're just learning to cultivate self-confidence, your ability to rely on yourself in these less familiar areas in your life, okay? So hopefully, this, this way of thinking about self-confidence, it will help you to loosen it up from your identity and to really see that, oh, actually, right, there are other things in my life where I do feel confident about. Think about what is your area where you feel very confident in and really see that actually like tying myself with this identity, with, with this belief that I'm just someone who is not confident, like this is not serving me. Okay, so now I have three ways for you to practice creating more self-confidence in these other areas of your life. The first tip I have for you is this, keep taking actions while practicing having your own back. Having your own back is so, so important because having your own back, it looks like really being there for yourself no matter what the outcome is. And especially in the beginning, right? In areas where you feel less confident in, in these areas, you're going to make mistakes you're going to really suck at something. You're going to feel frustrated. You're going to fail. You're going to give up, want to give up. 
That is when you want to practice having your own back. This looks like you showing up for yourself, even when you have made a mistake, right? Think about that analogy in the beginning with spelling the water. After you spell the water, you're not thinking about, oh, like I give up. I'm just someone who cannot pour the water in. You're like, okay, let me try this again. I know that I'll be able to do this. So you decide to still be there for yourself even when you have made a mistake and have your own back in that moment. It is definitely not that you won't ever make mistakes ever. For sure, you're going to suck at it. But you don't make your mistakes and your failures mean that you can't ever do it again and that it will never work for you. And because you decide that you're going to have your own back, you're going to be there for yourself and keep learning, keep practicing. That is how self-confidence is created. Building self-confidence, it does not happen at the end when you have finally achieved a goal, when you have finally made it happen. That is not... Usually when you get there, you're like, oh yeah, I feel confident about myself. But how you feel confident about yourself, it's actually in between. When you are in the process of making mistakes and you have failed and you decide in those moments to still be there for yourself, that is what creates self-confidence. Okay, second tip to practice building self-confidence is this, to be proud and celebrate yourself more often. We don't celebrate ourselves enough. We don't celebrate our process and the regular wins that we experience every day. I think self-celebration is so underrated. Celebrating yourself, it is what you do to feel proud about yourself and really seeing the progress and the growth and letting that settle in into your experiences. The more you see how much you are growing and how much you are improving and really seeing your own progress, the more you will feel like you can really rely on yourself more and more and feel more and more confident in yourself and in your abilities. This is why with the clients I'm working with, I always tell people like celebrate, celebrate yourself, the everyday things, celebrate um, the, the small wings, all the dessert celebration. Because when you celebrate, you let these experiences settle into your body and you feel proud about yourself. You, um, you really see, start to see your progress and your growth. That is what celebration is about. So for example, if you are building an online business right now, the more you celebrate your daily actions, the faster you actually um, create the results that you want. Let's say today you wrote a post. Awesome. That's amazing. Let's say someone sent out an email saying how your newsletter have really helped them. Yay. That deserves celebration, right? Let's say someone asked you about a question about your service. You just got an inquiry. How great is that? It's a little things that you do and celebrating those things, really taking them in and feeling proud about them. It is those things that really help you to create self-confidence in yourself. And here is the third tip I have for you about building self-confidence. It is to trust in the inevitability of your success. Okay, so this is big. It is about knowing 
the success that you are seeking, whatever it is, maybe it is creating a profitable business, or maybe it is getting promoted in your job, or maybe it's meeting the perfect partner. Um, maybe it's being able to present confidently uh, for a workshop. It is about knowing that success that you are seeking, knowing that it is just going to happen. Right? You're not hoping that it's going to happen. You're not doubting that it's going to happen. You know that this is going to happen. Like no matter what, it is just going to happen. Eventually, you're going to get there anyways. Right? That success that you're seeking, that final goal that you really want to get to, eventually you're going to get there anyways. And right now, you're just in the process of it. And it's inevitable that your goal is already done. And as you are working on your skills, as you are building up your abilities, when you are working towards your goals this way, it will help you to create that self-confidence. Because again, it's like that water pouring analogy, right? No matter what, you know that you're going to pour the water into the cup anyways. Maybe you spell it out for the first time and let's say you do it again and you spell it out again for the second time. But that doesn't make you give up and just quit and just think, okay, this is not who I am. I'm just someone who cannot pour water in, (laughs) right? You still decide to keep on trying because you know that it's inevitable. You're just going to pour the water into the cup. This is how much certainty that you want to have for yourself and your ability to achieve what you want. This inevitability of your success and really trusting in that, really knowing that, that is going to help you create so much self-confidence. Okay, so let me quickly summarize. Self-confidence is a skill and a feeling that you can cultivate for yourself. There is at least one area in your life where you feel confident about, where you feel like you can rely on yourself about. So find that area, whatever it is, and know that you already have confidence in this area and you're just learning to apply that into other areas of your life, right? It's not that you don't know how to do it. And three ways for you to create self-confidence. Number one, keep taking actions and practice having your own back. Number two, be proud and celebrate yourself. And lastly, trust in the inevitability of your success. All right, have an amazing week, my friends, and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, want to get started on creating your ideal life? Well, I have the perfect exercise for you. Sign up for my free three-day vision planning email course with daily exercises and worksheets to help you brainstorm and create your ideal life vision. You can sign up at daringliving.com forward slash vision dash planning dash course. Again, that is daringliving.com forward slash vision dash planning dash course. I can't wait to see what you're going to create for yourself and I will see you in your inbox. Bye.